You're listening to Those Dram Ginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Zach. And welcome to Those Dram Ginzers, where we drink bourbon and talk about it. We are coming at you live, well live-ish. Live-ish. We're live with people, but this is coming out like a week later yeah. from the Whiskey Rebellion Festival. And, we recorded uh, while we were fun. alive. We just started and we're already having fun. Um, Zach was able to, they do, we're right by the main street, and they do this whole theatrical display to start the, to start the, today's events. Mm-hmm. And uh, so while I was getting everything set up, Zach walked over, took some pictures and uh, got to see the display. Mm-hmm. So what'd you see, bud? It was pretty cool, man. Uh, there's a lot of people here who are dressed up um, in their period attire. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of re- I, I shouldn't even say dressed up. We have very many reenactors here today. Um, but what we what we saw was we saw the um, the federal troops marching down the street, and uh, th- you just see the 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 loyalists to the the, the, the federalist troops and the federalists. Uh, heckling the, revolu- uh, the, the rebels and, and some people saying uh, what was one thing I, I heard it, it, some, someone said something along the lines of I didn't know federalists smelled like manure <laughs> or something like that um, which I'm assuming was a sick burn probably uh, back in the 1700s most definitely um, so yeah it, it was it was really cool it was a lot of fun to watch and then a few of the a few of the rebels uh, started breaking out into a song about how they didn't want to drink your stinking wine give me a rye whiskey <laughs> so it was it was awesome man it was great got some cool pictures the period piece uh, the, the costumes were great yeah, um, yeah and you can, some of them have been walking by and you can tell that these uh, reenactors are just having this, a this ton of fun this is the 10th year they've done this so they, yeah. they, they not, it's, not the, it's not their first rodeo they've got their stuff together mm-hmm and there's some music in the background playing right now. Hopefully, I can scrub that out. But if you can't, if you can't hear it, I apologize. We are outside. These are the uh, downfalls of doing live shows like this. It's the sounds of the festival, folks. It's part of the charm, right? So, it's like you're here with us, but a week later. And we're going to have or, or, um, the gentleman who runs all the theatrical performances. He's going to be on later today. What episode he's going to come out on, I'm not sure. I don't know how we're going to split this up, but we're going to have him on later, so that'll be fun to hear from him. For sure. Yeah. So. More fun to come. Stay tuned. Our first guest up. Mark and Ryan from the Steel City Rollers. Rovers. No, 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 no. Keep it. Keep. That's good. It's it, Rollers is good. We should. We've been billed. So I'm Ryan, uh, and uh, Mark's Mark's here beside me as well. Uh, very glad to be on the podcast here. Yeah. We're we're the Steel City Rovers from Hamilton, rovers. Ontario, Canada. But we get rollers all the time. We've been we've been uh, at festivals where they actually you know have big beautiful banners that say Steel City Rollers. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Steel City Rollers like a derby? Like a derby There's a Steel City Roller Derby. There's yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, um, the Derby Devils. And we take a lot of inspiration from them. Oh, do you? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you have to throw elbows when you're when you're when you're performing music. Oh, sure, you sure, know? absolutely. In a safe way, you know, you wear protective well, gear you know, and so forth. Absolutely. 
Helm- yeah. a lot of helmets when you're performing, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah safety first. <laughs> well, safety second. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, fun first. <laughs> All right, you guys want to talk about your band? Yeah, tell us about yourselves, guys. Sure, yeah. Well, we are uh, we call ourselves Celtabilly, uh, okay. so, which, which helps us to fit in here. I mean, gosh, we've had some some great times here. Uh, one time we played uh, right ahead of the Travel and McCory's here. Okay. And to, and to be able to, to, to come down here from, from Canada and, uh, and play our mix of, of Celtic mm. music with roots americana bluegrass that sort of thing uh and have it to have it be well received by the community here in washington pennsylvania it's just been brilliant that's awesome oh that's for that's fantastic so how long have you guys been together oh about six years now nice yeah six years i mean all of us have uh, played music for you know our whole lives um but uh, but finally we, we got this project together we started playing a lot of uh, you know festival stages uh, soft concert halls that sort of thing been as far west as colorado oh thank you thank you i've been handed a, i've been handed a wee dram Not <laughs> <laughs> to tell us what this is it, uh, it smells buttery it's very nice so we've as far west as colorado and as far south as florida back and forth you know through the carolinas the dakotas you know yeah just a sort of as far as we can drive in a few days there you go yeah. yeah we have yet to sort of tackle you know sort of they sort of headed that southwest your region sure. towards you know with our eyes towards California. We haven't got yeah. we need we need a really special BW bus or something like that. To do that. <laughs> but but one day one day when we grow up, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, there we you go. There. I yeah. think we're also wanting to grow up a little bit. Right? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we liked you. That's good. So you guys are trying. I'll let you look at the bottle. It's the Whiskey sure. Rebellion Special Reserve Rye. So it's the one they blended for this event. Wow. Okay, is this is this able to be purchased here? There are 20 bottles left at Liberty Pole, which is right down the street. Ooh. Well, so I know what I'm doing right after there this. There are um, <laughs> seven different distillers all combine their they're whiskeys. All, they're all oh, in the back. They're, they're all in the, the back, back of the bottle. And they all let it age in a dad's hat rye barrel. Oh, <laughs> hang on a minute. Yeah, Mark's taking it, taking it away. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. So it's all been simmering in a rye uh, rye whiskey barrel from Dad's Hat. Let me say them out loud. Barrel 21, Dad's Hat, Red Pump Spirits, Liberty Pole Spirits, New Liberty Distillery, Thistle Finch Distillery, and Wiggle Whiskey? Wiggle. Yes. All, right. Yeah. all right. All right. Yeah, so we're we're going to have to have you guys just come on and say things. Just all read the things time for us, yeah. Sure. It sounds way better when you guys we'll say get their it. Email, <laughs> what we'll do, we'll get their email contact and we'll just have him. Just uh, say certain phrases for us whenever we need it. Yeah. yeah. So I watched Honest Game Trailers the other day. Um, Love Honest yeah, Game yeah. Trailers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he said, and you can have me say things, tweet, you know, you know. Watch me whip. Watch me nay nay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so they, they had you know they, they people would tweet in things they wanted him to say in his amazing movie voice. That's incredible. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> so one thing we ask all the guests we have on here: What's your guys' whiskey journey? Our whiskey journey. Yeah. Oh my, Mark, do you want to talk about our whiskey journey? A whiskey journey. Yeah. Well, I think. Well, I think it's. Well, so first of all, first of all, in in Irish culture, um, you would, uh, if I if I can be so bold. One way to soothe an infant is to rub whiskey on the gums. You may My be parents so did that. So, so the journey begins early, uh, very early. Um, and, and we've always had a very positive relationship with whiskey. You know, as they say, it can be double-edged, right? It's like, uh-huh. you know, if, if you drive too fast, you can crash your car. So if you, you know, we take care, there's a lot of beauty and nuance in whiskey. There's yeah. a, now, so, we've, um, so for us, we've really enjoyed um, getting to play a lot of fine whiskey tastings and that Ooh. sort of thing, um, where, where there's some people with very sophisticated palates help guide us in the journey of learning what to look for, learning what to appreciate. Um, and uh, and when it's when it's done artfully, it could be it could be brilliant. Although it's also fun to go to a whiskey tasting where by about 
this, the third or fourth, you know, everybody's sort of you know, uh, crowd noise starts yeah, you know, accelerating yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that sort of business. So, um, but, uh, but music and, and fine spirits tend to go together really well because, yeah. because people's, people's tastes come into play, people's preferences come into play. Mm-hmm. So, so in a way, that's what we do with music as well, is, yeah. that, is that we do something where we put a lot of heart and a lot of um, effort and skill into it, like yeah. in terms of, of, of you know, a lot of practice, a lot of work. Um, and then when we present it to people, we hope that it's received in a, in a, in a mindful way, similar to how you know, a, a distiller would hope that what they're doing is received in a, a thoughtful way that really does inspire you to think great things based on what's interacting with your palate. Um, so for us, I mean, it's, uh, we end up including it in lyrics to songs. We have a song called The Single Malt of Knowledge. Uh, which, which is sort of a, a, a you know a little bluesy kind of thing, which really tries to unpack where in the heck did whiskey come from? You know, no, no. Uh, so, so we uh, in that one we dig all the way back to Garden of Eden, uh, to the Garden of Eden. We uh, we think there's uh, you know there's there's something sort of that goes back beyond human history in terms I, I, of where I, whiskey I, comes from. I think that's fair to say. It's a heavenly drink, so I feel yeah. like it has to start there. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, can you, uh, so I want to know more about you guys as musicians. Um, so sure. What? Where do, where do you guys draw your inspiration? Your inspiration from? Where do you guys draw this this uh, Celtabilly kind of inspiration from? So, so speaking for myself to start, um, myself and my brother Joel, is, who is in the act as well, um, we we began with religious music. When okay. we, were, we were kids. It was so music was always in the home. And then, uh, and then we expanded into, into growing into Celtic music uh, as we, we really started to, to love playing in the pubs and it was really well responded to, you know. Um, and so, so we made our way playing together, you know, uh, you know, many, many nights a week, every week of the year pretty much. And so, so we lived for performing. We lived for, you know, for sharing the music. It was always with us and around us. And we, so it was always, a, always an important thing for us. And, uh, and then we, we got approached by... Uh, by Mark, the fellow sitting beside me here one day, who uh, who had a he brought some sophistication to what we were doing because you know I always joke that without Mark we'd be an acoustic rock act. Um, <laughs> but uh, but Mark, can you talk a little bit about about you know the the instrumentation and, the, and what you bring to the music you know and, and the, the sort of the Celtic and the heritage and the, you know and that sort of thing as well as the you know the, the bluegrass angle that sort of thing how it moved through the diaspora stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Well. Yeah, we're as Ryan said, we're kind of this combination of we call ourselves Celtabilly, and um, because we got this edge of sort of Americana stuff, and we absorb stuff from other genres. But the, the core of my music has always been um, been very much hardcore Celtic. I'm I'm a piper, Highland piper. Um, piping is sort of my main instrument. I play Scottish small pipes, border pipes, all kinds of different uh, you know w- uh, pipes. Um, Irish whistles, uh, you know, mandolas and things that are all much more characteristic of the Celtic genre. Um, and um, I think that's one of the clever things we've done as a band is we've been able to thread uh, uh, through everything we do, just um, all this very historic instrumentation and historic sound and, and uh, use of, of some very historic tunes and melody lines and then modernize them and bring them in and meld them into what we've been doing here in North America with, uh, you know, the integration of bluegrass and southern blues and Appalachian sounds and and, uh, and even back in Canada, some of our um, Quebecois and Acadian music. And it's made for a really fresh, uh, fun, exciting sound. It's just, um, yeah, it's, and, and I think that's what 
really intrigues audiences is this, this blend of all that together in one 45 minute set. That's awesome. I, I'm going to talk loud so that Mark can hear me too. Um, but you guys blend some of my favorite genres of music. Like I, my family is very. We trace our roots back to Scotland, Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland. Um, so my dad loves family history. So we grew up listening to a lot of Celtic music. And then as I got older, I started to appreciate more like jazz and blues and rhythm and blues and then start to get into the more Americana blues. So the fact that you guys combine those two, that's awesome. That's so cool. So. Well, the great thing is that it has a common root um, in, in many ways, you know, I mean, it, coming over from Europe and and, the, and and it's spreading sort of generation by generation as, mm-hmm. as new immigrants came and uh, you know and as, as as North America grew and as these various styles grew um, so for us um, to an extent uh, with especially with our instrumental things we can tend to dip back into the things that are um, rare pieces from long ago I mean uh, Mark will even uh, you'll find rare manuscripts that has, has, has long forgotten tunes and unearth them and, and represent them. But, uh, but also, instrumentally and, uh, and lyrically, we're, we're doing um, a huge amount of writing. So in general, when you, you come to see us perform, you're not, you're not seeing, you're, you're watching and listening to something that feels familiar, but we're not singing the greatest hits, so to speak, of, sure, the, of, right. of the, you know, the standards, if you will, of the genre. Yes. So, so that's and for us, that's that's been really rewarding to, to be able to travel relatively far and wide and do that, and, and we get to even go to Ireland in, in November 2020 to bring a music that's over there. That's very cool. Yeah, we have a we have a trip that we're taking over there where uh, where we invite people to come along with us. Um, you know, people who enjoy travel and that sort of thing. There's a whole tour package to, to join us on that oh, that's trip awesome. of Ireland. Well, there'll be an Irish tour guide taking us uh, on a coach to places like Blarney Castle and, and all that sort of business, the Cliffs of Moher. And yeah, so it's going to be a, a lot of fun with a lot of music all along the way. So, so the, the the brilliant thing for us is, is the doors that music is open for us to, for example, to come and meet folks such as yourself and, and try this this fine whiskey from you know the efforts of seven local distilleries. That's it's just brilliant the, the experiences that music has opened up for us and and what we hear back from people the music has done for them in their life in terms of their shared experience. You know the misheard lyrics of, of their children as they're playing in the car, which I probably can't repeat on the radio, but they're, they're very, <laughs> but they're, but yeah, it's, it's some, some really magical time we get to share that's fantastic you know it's interesting you guys talking about kind of tying in the music and the whiskey um talking about how your music is really based on a, on a heritage you know and it it's new it's fresh but it is based in history it's based in legacy and i think it's interesting because you could you could draw that comparison with whiskey yes. how, how much of whiskey is based on legacy on history on not pulls its inspiration from what has been done in the past but brings it into the present yes um, and it sounds like that's exactly what you guys do but you do with music well we hope to do something wonderful and to do so I believe that you really do have to stand on the shoulders of giants yeah, yeah. helps you see a little further right absolutely yeah, absolutely. absolutely as as well done with the, with this whiskey this is uh, this is this is alive and spicy and buttery <laughs> all at once yeah so I hope to guys, get to know it more do you guys have a, a favorite whiskey oh goodness what's your go to <laughs> Mark, if you can't hear, we're wondering, do you have a favorite whiskey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of Scottish single malts. That, that's a big part of my heritage. And uh, Lag- Lagavulin. Lagavulin is like, 
you know, those dark, yes. peaty, earthy, you know, single malts are the ones I, I tend to migrate towards. And, and I think Lagavulin has always been my favorite. The drink of Ron Swanson. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yes. yeah, 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 it's, it's uh, pretty hard to resist. If somebody puts a bottle of that on the table and says, would you like some? There's no hesitation whatsoever. All right. Well, I think, I, I hope that you guys will come out to the Whiskey Rebellion next year. And if you do, I'll remember to bring my eight-year log of Ulan. And we'll talk to you guys again. You know, we're going to need to plan to stay we, longer. I was going to say, we don't need the Whiskey Rebellion for that, <laughs> that, that or, or maybe, Or maybe we just plan on chatting with you guys yeah, just because we have the yeah, log of Ulan. Next time that we're zooming through Pennsylvania, we can probably find a little time to make a stop. I think <laughs> we, 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 we can give you a little bit more than a wee dram. <laughs> I'll bring a mug. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Where can um, where can our listeners find you? Where can they find their music? Where can they find you on social media? So, so we're uh, you know you you can easily just Google us or DuckDuckGo us or something like that. We're uh, or SteelCityRovers.com, as well as you know SteelCityRovers on on Facebook principally. Of course, you have Twitter and Instagram as well. But but for the most part, we we do a lot on on Facebook and um, and our and our dot com where where our um, our schedule is posted Excellent. well ahead of time. Next time we're going to be in Pennsylvania, we'll be sort of a sort of the southeast end of the state at a, at, at the Celtic Classic in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Now that okay. that festival sees over a quarter of a million people go through that that you know free festival, um, featuring a lot of uh, a lot of acts from from all over the United States and, and Canada as well as from overseas. So there's, there's a, that's that's an exciting one for for Pennsylvanians to, to come and enjoy. That sounds awesome. Oh, when, what's the date of that, guys? Mm, mm, should look that up. The the what Celtic <laughs> Classic is that the is that the twenty twenty? Yes, yeah. Very last weekend in September, you guys. Excellent. Well, thanks guys for sitting with us. Um, we're definitely going to get together too to share that lager with Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we would love to have you guys, guys back on the show and uh, and, ha- and have a few more libations next time. Oh, absolutely. Um, we'd, we'd look and then to uh, that. people can find you guys iTunes, Spotify. You find us, yeah, you find uh, Amazon on Music. Spotify, and we have more music coming out very soon as well. Oh, excellent. excellent. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, the Celtic Classic I've found. It's the 27th, 28th, 29th of September in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Excellent. Perfect. Mark your calendar. Freddie. All right, our next guest is Bob from the Woodville Plantation. You said you are the president? Yes, I am. So you want to talk about a little bit about the Woodville Plantation for us? Yeah, tell us about yourself, Bob. Yeah, certainly. I'm here today supporting uh, Washington County uh, because they're having their Whiskey Rebellion this weekend, mm-hmm. and I'm a play actor in some of the street scenes here. And then next weekend, Woodville has a Whiskey Rebellion Festival Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 5, and basically what we're doing is resurrecting a market fair, which a market fair in 1790 would have been a place where people would have gathered, similar to this, to buy goods, to buy clothing, to buy, you know, gunpowder, sugar, things like that nature. Mm -hmm. So we're recreating that. First time it's been done since 1790. Oh, wow. And uh, that's what we're doing next Saturday and Sunday, along with showing the Whiskey Rebellion and how the events took place in those days. Okay. They took place on John Neville's plantation, right. uh, which is called Bower Hill, and Woodville still survives. So we, re- we replay that at Woodville. That's Excellent. incredible. Yes. That's who, are, who are you reenacting as today? Today, I'm a judge. Okay. I'm John Lobinger, a judge. Okay. Yes. 
Typically, I'm John Neville, but today I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, every guest we have on, we ask, um, well, hey, are you a whiskey fan? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. I always like to ask that first. Matter of fact, some of the recipes Wiggle and, and Liberty Pole are using came from Woodville Plantation. Oh, really? That's fantastic. Yeah. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, can you, can you give us your whiskey journey? How, how did you get Started in whiskey. Do you remember your first whiskey? Uh, do you, do, 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 Whether it's legal you know, or not. I don't yeah. know if we should say that. <laughs> we don't have to mention ages. Yeah. He was very clearly 21. Yes, correct. Obviously. Correct. We do not have <laughs> underage drinking. So I, I'm more of a historian. I'm a geologist by trade, but I'm a historian. And when I got involved uh, with Woodville Plantation, obviously that's what they're famous for. Is the, mm-hmm. start, the start of the whiskey rebellion happened on the property. Uh, and then I was elected president four years ago. Obviously, with Washington County having this big event, we dovetail into that. They help us. We help them. They'll be there next weekend mm-hmm. to support right. us. So whiskey is a big part of our heritage here in Washington County, Allegheny County, Westmoreland. It was a, it was a, a big part of our heritage. I don't think people quite understand what happened in 1794 in July, how dramatic and traumatic it was to the country. It was the first test of sovereignty mm-hmm. that the U.S. government had had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if it hadn't survived, we probably would not have seen the country as we see it today. Sure. Yeah. So thankfully, the sovereign government survived and we're able to prosper like we are today. Otherwise, we'd probably be split into many different factions. Sure. sure. So it was a big deal. I don't think people quite understand what a big deal this was. Right. A sitting of- president sending 13,000 troops out to quell the rebellion. It's never happened in history and probably never will again. Knock on wood. That's and that's part of our show too, is we want to bring to light the history that PA has in whiskey in general and why whiskey is even here. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. In the US. Well that's that's an interesting story. The reason they picked Washington County originally, because we had so many German, Irish and Scotch immigrants yeah. mm-hmm. that knew how to make that whiskey. Right. So so people say, Well, why did Kentucky be so famous for whiskey if it started in western Pennsylvania? And the answer is those damn taxes. Yeah. <laughs> They got chased to Kentucky mm-hmm. simply because they were far enough away the federal government couldn't reach out and tax them. Right. And, and that's the simple reason. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, whiskey would be here today like it is in Kentucky. Yeah. And that's, that's truly, like John said, that is one of the things we really want to bring to light is that while whiskey may be known in association with Kentucky... It started in Pennsylvania. It started in western Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, when Ben Franklin went to France in, in the 1790s, they specifically asked him, did you bring any Monongahela rye? That's amazing. It was like Crown so Royal cool. today. That's amazing. That's so it was cool. very popular. Yeah. <laughs> that's an, that should be a t-shirt. Yeah, that's right. Did you bring any Monongahela rye? It's today's Crown Royal. So. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's just fascinating to me how seeing this kind of resurgence. Now, I know they've been doing the Whiskey Rebellion for 10 years, but, but just even in the last couple of years, seeing these right. local distilleries in, in Washington County, in Allegheny County, <clears throat> popping up and trying to bring that rye whiskey heritage back to exactly. the area and right. kind of correct the mistake that was made hundreds of years ago. Exactly. You're um, right. And Liberty Pole in particular, um, I don't want to single anybody else out, but Liberty Pole in particular is very, very cognizant and aware of that and they do a really good job and Wiggle too in Pittsburgh is doing a very good job mm-hmm. of trying to make sure 
the public knows that and they understand that. Mm-hmm. Wiggle has a very good picture tour. They have yeah. a very good, um, I don't know what's the right word, but a very good timeline for mm-hmm. what, you know, how this transpired. Right. It includes yeah. Neville, includes Woodville. And right. Very accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, um, I, was, I had the opportunity to, to tour them uh, not too long ago, maybe yeah, just uh, recently, in, huh? in, in March, I think, yeah. I went. And, uh, and it was fascinating. Yes. It, was, it was very interesting. And I, I, b- between them and Liberty Pole, and I, I call them out because, like you said, they really kind of hone in on the rebellion side they do. of the Whiskey Rebellion and PA's Whiskey Heritage. Um, that's, that's, it informs everything from what they make to how they're branded. Absolutely. Uh, to, in Wiggle's case, to the name. <laughs> um, right. So I just I think it's he was one of the thirty people that uh, they took to Philadelphia to, mm-hmm. to ring up. So yeah. he wasn't a big grower, but Philip Wiggle was one of the thirty they took. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to walk down to Wiggle Whiskey here in a minute, and I'll get booed and thrown stuff at. <laughs> my picture's hanging upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you have a favorite whiskey? Boy, that's a really good question. I'm just a fan of any kind of rye whiskey that's that's good rye whiskey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. What's your go-to? Jefferson, okay, Ooh, probably nice. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. that's probably my favorite. Okay, yeah. What well, I should say, Bower Hill, because that was our <laughs> plantation. So right. I should have said Bower Hill. <laughs> it's all good. We're all friends. Don't here. worry about that. Um, so, do you remember what? What was the first whiskey you had that you were kind of like, oh, I could get into this, you know? Because I know. Um, for me personally, I didn't start to really realize I enjoyed whiskey until I'd gone through the whole... I started with the whiskey sours because it was a sweet whiskey mix and it was mostly sour mix and less whiskey. And Then I moved on to the old fashions and then I started drinking at rocks and then I transitioned into meat. It was, it was kind of like going from cream in your coffee to drinking it black. Um, and I remember the first whiskey I had, I think, that kind of got me drinking it neat was a Maker's Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just wondering, do you remember what first whiskey you had that you were kind of like, I could enjoy this as well, it is? It's funny because back in the day, say 30 years ago, whiskey was really thought of as Manhattan's old-fashioned, that old people late in the afternoon or in the evening sipping, you know, mm-hmm. and it's totally transitioned in the last 10 years. Like you said, there's a lot of distillers now. There's these cool festivals. People are getting behind it. It's the cool factor. And, right. and frankly, it started by the millennials. Yeah. And, and and it's really caught on. So now it's not just old people drinking their old fashions and their, you know, whiskey sours. Right. You see people making all kinds of concoctions now all times of the day and it's very very popular i would have to say probably in the last 10 years i've become a big fan because it has been popularized yeah yeah excellent probably not so much of a fan before that yeah fair (laughs) enough fair enough yep (laughs) Alrighty. so um if people want to find out about the woodville plantation where can they go woodvilleplantation.org Okay. And the weekend, next weekend for our festival and our market fair, we have a calendar of events on there. Okay. And it's ten dollars to come in. It's it's ten to five both days. Okay. And we have some of the actors that are here today are going to be at our festival oh, next terrific. weekend. Excellent. So Excellent. I would implore people to come. It's uh, we've never done this. It's never right. been done since 1790. So it'd be something. You feel you're going to feel like you're back in that time. That's awesome. It's okay. Just just for a little while. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. So it's That's almost awesome. it's 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 
pretty historical on its own right. It's the first this, time. This is more modern. We're yeah. trying to keep it almost totally historical. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, I think I think there'd be a lot of people around Pittsburgh would be it would people really yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah, a lot of people. I mean, in Pittsburgh, especially, we've said this before. There, knowledge of whiskey or PA mm. whiskey starts and ends with whiskey. Yeah. They don't understand all this heritage and all this yeah. stuff that's Yeah, it's, it's coming up, though. Yeah. I think yeah. people are getting more and more yeah. aware. Mm. Yeah, we like Absolutely. it. All right, well, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. Um, My name is Lee Stivers, and I serve on the Whiskey Rebellion Festival Committee. I've been on the committee for since its beginning, 10 years ago, and uh, my responsibility is to, as, as music coordinator, I um, line up all the acts, the music acts for our Friday night blues concert, and then all day Saturday we've got three stages of Americana music going on all afternoon, and then our big uh, concert in the evening, a more Americana roots music in the evening. Awesome. Awesome. I, and you might have said this. I might have missed it. How long have you been on the committee? Ten years, since the beginning. Since the beginning. Oh, that's, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Awesome. So how have you seen the uh, the festival grow and change in the last ten years? Well, um, the, you know, every year there's more and more people. I mm-hmm. think we it's a little smoother each year. We, sure. We, we try to introduce something new every year so that it's not the same old thing. But, um, but because we've been running it for a while, we're, you know, we've got the bumps mostly... Uh, ironed out. Nice. Um, I think I think just the quality of the music, the quality of the theatrical productions, um, the the folks who are here with the different historical groups and associations. I think it it just gets better and better every year. The reenactments, they're awesome. Yeah. Oh, I, I had a chance earlier um, to see the the opening with the, the federal troops uh-huh. marching down, being met by Braddock's rebels. Yes. And I thought it was great. I thought yep. that was so much fun. Yep. So I mean. This whole this this whole production and festival is, is really impressive. You guys have done an amazing job here. Thank you. It, it's a it's a labor of love, and we love putting this all together and bringing this to our community and to, and bringing it bringing folks outside of our community here to learn about the Whiskey Rebellion, the history of it, to hear all this fantastic music, um, and to have fun and awesome. enjoy our town. That's awesome. Oh, I mean, Washington's such a cute little town. Yes, it really is. Um, so what got you interested in the Whiskey Rebellion and the history of it and, and wanting to be involved in bringing that knowledge to everybody else? Actually, I, I started out with no interest in the Whiskey Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> My interest was strictly the music. And when the, when this formed, it started out as a celebra- as a sesquicentennial celebration of the, the city of Washington. Okay. Um, and I was pulled up because of music stuff that I do... Um, I was pulled in to help pull together the music program, and as the festival, you know, as each year it's grown, um, I've just gotten more and more focused on on that part, bringing in, you know, I try to put together a mix of local acts as well as regional and national acts. Very nice, excellent, excellent. So, um, what would your what what's your what do you look for in a musical act when you're kind of signing them up for the Pittsburgh Whiskey Rebellion? That's an excellent question because I get a lot of um, inquiries from bands. You know, we want to play your festival, please put us on your stage. We have actually created a niche for, you know, sort of a brand almost for the music here. 
Our Friday night concert is swing, acoustic blues, and electric blues. Nice. And then our Saturday uh, music is Americana. Uh, almost all of it is acoustic. There's not much electric, although we've had some electric. Um, and I really, well, I like to bring on local bands. I like to you know showcase local talent. I like to showcase uh, kids. Mm -hmm. uh, youth have got a great bluegrass band, Echo Valley Bluegrass, this year. Um, but I'd like to bring in some, I, I like, I want to show people in Washington and around some music from outside, too, to, sure. to, show, to open their eyes, too. So I bring in people like the Steel City Rovers. Um, you know, we've got Jake Blunt here is from, um, from Maryland. Okay. Um, uh, some of our other bands are from Maryland this year, but, but we had a, a band last year from Texas. So oh, we're bringing in some different sounds. But for our, for our Saturday evening concert, what I look for, particularly for our headliner acts, is high energy, but American roots music that, that can really um, keep the crowd, you know, pumped. Exactly. Yep. Keep that energy going yep. all night long. Exactly. That's awesome. That's very cool. Um, so, before we ask our next question, we should, we should ask, do you like whiskey? I have been drinking bourbon since before drinking bourbon was cool. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> yes. We knew... I knew we were going to get along. <laughs> yes. Bourbon. All right. So, now that we've crossed that bridge, can you tell us your bourbon journey? Uh, what, what, what got you started on whiskey? Um, you don't necessarily have to say an age that you started drinking it, but, you know, do, do you remember your first You know, whiskey? like most American young people, I've, I've tested different types of legal and possibly some pseudo-legal things to figure out what works best for my brain and and quickly focused you know focused on alcohol and even within alcohol you know trying is it in the beers is it wines is it whiskeys and i have found that um that uh, with rare some rare exceptions whiskey doesn't hurt me like oh, okay. beer and wine can hurt me so yeah what you know used judiciously whiskey is is damn near like a medicine excellent medicine for the soul as well right. as the body that's right. yeah oh that's awesome do you remember the first whiskey that you had where you were kind of like yeah i could do this you know i think it was in my early 20s and i used to drink it in uh put it in tea like oh, okay. irish whiskey and tea yeah, yeah. um and then I, I pretty quickly got rid of the tea <laughs> get this crap out of here <laughs> Uh, I think I probably discovered bourbon maybe in my 30s, uh, which is lo a long time ago. Probably before you were born, I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm older than I look. <laughs> it's the bourbon, right? It's the bourbon. It's the bourbon. bourbon doesn't hurt me. Medicinal qualities, folks. <laughs> Do you have a go-to? Bourbon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, of course, my go-to bourbon, you can hardly get it anymore, and that's Buffalo Trace, oh. which is a wonderful bourbon. You just spoke um, to our hearts. Oh, yeah. that is yeah. one of our regulars on yeah. the show. I mean, there's a lot of good top-shelf bourbons that I that I like, but I, I certainly like the bourbons that are being produced two blocks away from here. Liberty Bowl, exactly. uh, yeah. bourbon, they have a peated bourbon. Oh, yeah. I don't, yes. even, I don't yes. even like scotch, and I like this stuff. It's right? amazing. Isn't it it's so amazing. good? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was just telling you, we just spoke with um, Bob. From um, Woodville, from Wood, uh, Woodville Plantation, mm -hmm. and uh, he was talking to us about how he's a big you know, rye whiskey fan. And I, I said to him, you know, I, I was never really a rye whiskey fan 
until I tried Liberty Pulse Red. Red And I was never much of a big scotch drinker. So when I went in and they were like, we have a peated rye, I was like, all right, so so you guys are trying to hurt me. Yeah. Is what you're saying. It's fantastic. It's damn good. It's phenomenal. It's it's remarkable, the quality. Uh, And, you know, I I also want to put a plug for Red Pump. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, distilleries too, and there's some other distilleries further outside of town. It's it's really pretty fun that this renewed interest in the whiskey rebellion mm-hmm. is helping to nurture these craft distilleries. Yeah, we um when we just had gotten food a little while ago, I stopped at the Red Pump table mm-hmm. and had a sample of their uh, rebellion rye. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. peppery. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is awesome how and, and how so many of these distilleries are drawing on the whiskey rebellion yeah. as part of their identity. Yep. Like they are really kind of reconnecting with Pennsylvania's history. Yeah. Well, we will. The, the committee spokespeople on the committee will tell you that this festival, although it's about whiskey and music and, and history, and at the bottom line, it's about economic development. Mm-hmm. It's about pulling together to um, to. You know, help put this area on the map absolutely, and draw absolutely. in people to show what we have because we got some great stuff. 100%. So we're working together to do that. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows about Kentucky, and rightly so. They've done an an incredible job. But I think, I think, all of those people who are happy knowing about Kentucky would, could be even happier if they knew about Kentucky right. and Western Pennsylvania. That's Not right. even Western Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, because yep. you got dad's house oh, out yeah. in Philadelphia. Yep. Um, and, and everything from 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 Allegheny County. Philadelphia, everything in between, mm-hmm. there's just so much history here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so cool that you guys are bringing that to light mm-hmm. with this festival. And of course, I always provide whiskey to the musicians who play. Which sure I that, think helps the quality sure of the music. That brings them back. <laughs> Loosens them up a little bit before they get out there. Build the confidence up. We're going to crush it, voice. you guys. <laughs> so, I know this might be a dangerous question to ask, given that you work with a lot of groups. But do you have a favorite group that you have booked so far in the last uh, 10 years? Do you have a favorite? That is a tough question. Um, I'm a, can I mention a couple? 100%. Um, one, one band that we haven't had for a few years, but it's probably time to bring back, and that's a local band called the Jacobs Ferry Stragglers. Okay. And if you have not heard that band, you should. They play in the area. They're, they're actually now a national, nationally touring band, the Jacobs Ferry Stragglers. Um, bluegrass band. They played the first four years we had the festival last year. Oh, wow. And as I, as I say, I think it's, it's probably time to time to bring them back. Um, I'm kind of partial to the bluegrass, although I don't know. I mean, I put a lot of other bands on the stage besides sure. bluegrass. Um, we had a band last year, a headliner band called Wood and Wire out of Austin, Texas. Okay. And they actually sang a song called The Spirit of, Se- of 94, which was about the Whiskey Rebellion. That's awesome. And what's cool is it's they didn't write it. A friend of theirs wrote it, but um, they recorded it and it's going on their next album and they were just nominated for they were in the top like the last level uh for a grammy for uh, bluegrass bluegrass band of the year so so they're they're top notch and they're they're spreading our message about the whiskey rebellion so that's, that's what's pretty their name cool again? their name is wood and wire so the cd isn't out yet so the recording isn't out yet but believe me we'll be Flash in the airways with it. You know what? I could also mention that we that I put together a Spotify playlist that people mm. can can find. It's, oh, it's awesome. simply called the, the Whiskey Rebellion Festival, um, 
and it is, it's a compilation. I think there's probably a 90 songs on it at this point, but it's um, all the musicians that over the last 10 years who have played this stage, um, some some recording of that, that musician, any that are on Spotify. So it's, That's a, it's a nice That's really taste cool. of the type of music that we, that we go for. Okay. So, so if you guys want to get a flavor for what it would be like to come down, Outside of what they hear in the background. Outside of right. what you guys are hearing in the background. If you want to get a good quality, not our audio, um, <laughs> taste for what you could what you could get more of down here, head to Spotify. While you're there, follow us, and then follow the, uh, the Whisper Rebellion yeah. playlist. And check them out. Ready. All right, we have our good buddy Herman from Dad's Hat. Didn't know he was going to be in the building today, so uh, yeah, welcome, yeah. buddy. Well, thanks a lot. This is fun, uh, fun time out here. I'm looking forward to this since I heard it was going to be, uh, uh, particularly since we're selling the blend for the, that we put together with the other distillers in Pennsylvania, and, and it's pretty tasty stuff. I'm pretty excited to see you displaying a bottle right there on the table. It's pretty cool. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah believe it or not, this bottle was full when we started today. Well, I told you, you I, I was not going to sit down unless you gave me a taste. <laughs> That's fair, and, that, and, and my glass is already empty, by the way. So. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. So, what are, what are your thoughts on on the final product now? I'm I'm pretty tickled with it. I mean, I think uh, it's got a nice balance of the different elements that went into it. I mean, I agree. I mean, um, the one thing that comes through, and I think it was like the the I think it was Thistle Finch had a really particularly uh, floral component to their whiskey, mm-hmm. and that just comes through so strong. I'm really impressed with how that that component uh, really speaks to you. It's it's really it's pretty. I, I call it pretty. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to describe it. Yeah. And, and, for, and for those of you who don't know, we are talking about the. Whiskey Rebellion Special Reserve Rye Whiskey mm-hmm. right now. Um, if you don't have it now, sorry. sorry. Oh, Not a lot. oh, really? They, they, they sold the rest of it? There well, like, as of this morning, uh, like they 20 said, bottles left. yeah, Kevin said uh, oh, 20 man. bottles left. Well, it's okay. Well, I'm good. I got my case at home. I'm there good. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's where the case is. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. So I guess we're going out to Dad's hat after this, right? You guys, okay. the door doors open. You guys, anytime you want to come out, <laughs> we would love to. That'd roll, be awesome. Roll out the red carpet anytime. Oh, thank you. But um, the Dad's hat was part. They were one of the seven yeah. distillers yes. who um, contributed to this batch, and they were generous enough to also contribute the rye barrel. Right? That's correct. Yeah, we took one of our, uh, we dumped some of our four-year-old whiskey out of that barrel and uh, brought it over, as we thought it'd be a good way to kind of marry all those. Those flavors together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, I really enjoy this. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Me? Did you try it yet? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm sitting here talking about it, and I haven't had it yet. Oh, jeez. Well, that's, 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 not, that's not reasonable. I know it's not reasonable. I just, I'm trying to, just save a good, trying to save a good thing. I've been smelling it all day as we've been pouring it, and my mouth has been watering a little more every time. Like I said, there's that there's that that floral component to it on the nose, which I just, I just think it's it's really it's beautiful. It's really nice. And that's not something you really hear too often when you hear people talk about whiskey as floral notes. You always think of it as more of a uh, well. You hear some grassiness sometimes, yeah, yeah. but but you know, depending on we look. That's something we look for when we when we blend our barrels. We we divide the uh, the flavor profiles into four categories. We have floral, spicy fruity and woody 
Okay. And we try to get a nice balance across those different dimensions so that the, the overall product has a nice, consistent balance of flavor. But floral is one of the ones we look for. And, oh, excellent. And it's really, a, I think it's a, it's a tribute to the skill of the distiller and the quality mm-hmm. of the raw materials. Because really good rye, the really good mature, ripe rye, will have a bit of that lavender floral oh. component to it. And it's, um, I, like I said, I call it pretty. I think it's, it's like a beautiful, just a lovely, uh, you know, like walking into a florist shop. Kind of that's thing. awesome. I love so, I love the the cinnamon bit to it. That's what I get off, well, off yeah. the nose and off the end. Um, yeah, it's definitely got a, the cinnamon finish for sure. Yeah, and I love the the malty maltiness that it has. Too. Oh, that just warms you to the core. Yeah, the malt the maltiness. We use a lot of malt, and I think that's where yeah. some of that's coming from. That's yeah. When I when I drank it, it reminded me of your your contribution to it. A lot. Yeah, that, because we use a total of twenty percent malt. Yeah, okay. in our in our uh, recipe. So oh, that's so guys, it, that's dynamite. Mm-hmm. So there is, I mean, there's you, it, obviously there's, there's the rye in there, and you get that pepper, yeah. but there is that soft, pretty note to it that yeah. just kind mm-hmm. of it kind of tempers the pepper a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it, 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 it it's not harsh enjoy- on the palate. I would say the, the the two the two ones from my memory is the barrel twenty one and the and the thistle finch both had that very pretty floral component yes. to it that I think really balances this out beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's nice because it balances it and it, and it softens that peppery yep. rye that lets you truly enjoy like a rye whiskey. You know. Yeah. This this is not a. I've had some difficult rye. This is not a difficult ride. No, it's really nice. It's really nice. Yeah. So you guys been having some um, some fun out here? You've been here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You were here yesterday, too? No, no just, just today. today. Just today? Just today. We got yeah. here around uh, like 10, 10.30. We got, no, we got here like 10. 10, 10. Yeah, well, yeah. by the time we got set up. Yeah, we yeah. set up around 10.30. And um, it's been great. It's been, we've had some... Pretty nonstop interviews. Oh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm impressed with uh, you know the overall organization of the, yeah, the oh, event and everything. Yeah. You know, Trip and those guys did a fantastic job setting this up. Excellent, it's really, really excellent. It's a, it's a great. I mean, and I got a, I got a chance to get some kibasi and sauerkraut. So I'm a happy boy. There you go. There you go. Looking for a better day. kibasi whiskey. Yep. Right. That's in my wheelhouse. I think sure. all you need now is a cigar, and you're good to go. Cigar, and maybe wash a dog. I could use. It's getting a little warm. I might have to find a beer. Yeah. I think there might be a beer available somewhere. Yeah, corner. that corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it could be coming soon. So so what can we expect? What's next for that time? Right now, our, uh, we're going to be uh, choosing our next bottle and bond release. Okay. So we've got a, a Canada barrels that have been put aside, and we're going to be evaluating them. We have Right now, they're basically in two bat, two camps. We have some uh, five-plus-year-old barrels that are, were uh, distilled in 2014, and we're looking at another batch of uh, uh, barrels distilled in 2015, mm-hmm. early 2015. So we're, we're, those are the competing camps right now, mm-hmm. and we're discussing uh, amongst ourselves. We might invite some outside help to, to get to do a little tasting to you know, see what, uh, what the outside world thinks. But yeah. John Cooper, my business partner, and I will, will be spending the next several weeks evaluating those barrels to pick out. Because every year now, for the past two years, we've, we've put out a, a bottle and bond. Right. I think there's still a few bottles in the state stores. Okay. Uh, that's our red label, bottle and bond. Mm-hmm. Those are in every other state. They're all gone. So uh, there's still. We obviously. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the duel was going on. Yeah, they're, they're all okay, folks. Yeah. It's just the duel. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's stage duel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the ball and bond. 
It's something we bring on every year, and we're uh, we're pretty excited. We we sold very well uh, across the country. In Pennsylvania, was allocated the, the the biggest part of it, so we're we're going to be basically be more than doubling the amount we bottle this year, just to supply, just to keep up with what folks are looking for. It's pretty pretty tasty stuff. And I, I think I mentioned earlier the other thing to look for in Pennsylvania is that. Our straight whiskey uh, that's in the state stores has traditionally been in the, the black and gold label, three years old. Right now, it, that's going to be sold through, and, and we'll be replacing that with all four-year-old uh, whiskey in the green label. Uh, we went green because that's what distributors are looking for uh-huh. with a, you know, the, with rye, so we, we changed it to green. We want to make, make it sure that the folks understand that we that now it's minimum four years for all of our straight whiskey. Our, our 90-proof classic is still the younger whiskey, but yeah. the, the straight is all now four-year plus. Oh, that's awesome. So what it um, what do you guys like about doing the bottles and bond? What is it that keeps wanting to come back to keep releasing bottles and bond? What about that proof that it, the level of quality? It's always just it's just kind of fun to because one of the things we do with the whiskeys we put on the shelf is we we try to homogenize them. We try to give them a balance of flavor that is consistent. So we want you to be able to pick up a bottle of the shelf and say that tastes like Dad's hat. Well, the bottle and bond gives us the freedom to pick out something to pick out some barrels that together may go off the normal flavor profile and go in the direction that maybe let's go for something really dry and spicy. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if we got a bunch of barrels that are all like really kind of like like butterscotchy and sweet, let's go with that. So mm-hmm. we it lets us lets us lean into a flavor profile okay. that we may not uh, you know we, we would normally balance out. So this gives us a chance to be a little more fun, a little more creative and, and like I said, lean into a flavor profile that might not be Exactly what we would normally come out with. That's really cool. I'm really sounds, excited. I'm excited. For yeah, that. that yeah. sounds great. All right, I'm gonna All right. To check that out. Sure. Well, guys, I'm gonna be on my way. Right. Yeah, no, thank you for stopping. Yeah, thank thanks. you so much. This is great. Yeah, I've got some uh, more. Uh, I have to find a beer actually. Well. Yeah, <laughs> I think that might be our trip next. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Hey, cheers. Have a good one. We're the Steel City Rovers here in beautiful downtown Washington, Pennsylvania. Enjoying some time at the Whiskey Rebellion Festival. And hey, cheers to Yens. Bob Eckel, president of Woodville Plantation. And cheers to Yens. This is Lee Stivers from the Whiskey Rebellion Festival. I'm the music coordinator here. And cheers to Yens.